0: I've never been prepared for an episode. I yeah, I've been prepared, prepared, but I mean, like
1: preparedness is not exactly your strong suit. Thanks. Just in life. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. If it's a dig, but I mean, okay. I mean, it's not a dig. It's just kind of a it's just kind of a truth. I'm just kidding. I'm just ribbing you because it's oh, our cold open. I love it. Nerdy, unqualified, and probably indistinguishable from rambling. Welcome to the AD and show. Welcome to this month's first episode of The a and Show. I'm David. I'm Austin. Hello. And we have an exciting episode for you today. So exciting and so jam-packed full of cool, awesome, intriguing conversation that we can't contain it within one episode. Yes, we're talking about crocheting today. We're talking about crocheting and badminton Croch- and how crocheting. they hold hands, proverbially. Knitting? A knitting. Lot of knitting. That is actually completely false. We're talking about Drum roll, please. Jurassic Park. Everybody knows that Jurassic Park... Jurassic World, excuse me, number two, Fallen Kingdom's coming out soon. And we have a lot to talk about. Is it Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom or Jurassic World Fallen
0: Kingdom? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Okay. I misspoke. So is it? So so is this like a... Like, so is Jurassic World like a whole reboot or is it... I, never mind. I, we'll, we'll get there. Okay, so... Because I have qualms. No, we can... We can I, f- I, I, I have qualms with change. It's like... It's like okay, so like like I'm gonna make like like the Avengers, okay? Uh-huh. So I've got all the Avengers movies, and then I'm gonna be like, it's L Avengers. Like, that's not, is not the same thing, or is it different? You know? Well, I, I have a problem with that. I want. It's I want, a
1: little bit different for the Avengers because it's comics, and they always reboot themselves yeah, yeah, perpetually. Different. But, um, oh, that chair scoot was just <laughs> a bad move. A bad move. Uh, we can cut that out. No big deal. Very Or leave it in there so people can see the raw, real, real. A&D this show. This is real life. This is real life. So, okay, but we can start there. So, no, uh, Jurassic World is not a reboot. It's a sequel.
0: It's a continuation. It's a
1: 20-year late sequel, which is kind of cool because that was kind of a thing in that, that year because I think it was the same year that... Uh, Independence Day mm-hmm. 2 came out. Terrible. 20 years. Terrible. I liked it, but terrible. we won't go there. We'll save that for another episode. No, it was, it was hot garbage. and we'll, we'll, we'll get there someday, but it's hot garbage. The whole <laughs> we thing. have so much to talk about. The whole thing but, was terrible. So, um, no, I,
0: don't, I don't think it was 20 years too late, because I remember the last Jurassic Park movie. Weren't they like, well, didn't the dinosaurs get like loose in LA? Like, no, that was Jurassic Park 2. What was the third one then? The what?
1: third one was where the boy gets lost on the island by himself. No, oh, yeah, and then they bring Alan Grant back, you know, which was exciting. You know, I, I would then and I the had a dinosaur whisperer, the Spinosaurus aegypticus. Oh yeah, that's right. snout. You know, that's right. I remember that. Okay. Anyway, that was a good. I liked it. It was equal, easily <laughs> the weakest of the entire franchise, but it was a great film. Need, needless to say, but no. To <clears throat> answer your question at the start, it's not a reboot. It's a sequel. Happening 20 years as a 20 year anniversary sequel okay. type thing. So it's a continuation y. Right. Issue. And it kind of picks up and it considers all of the things that have happened in all the other three movies. Okay. And that's Jurassic World 1. Jurassic World 2 picks up where that one This up. is helpful. Yeah. Which is actually our first topic is just news. Okay. So, first things first, for those interested, which that is me, obviously. Um, Jurassic World 2 is slated to release on June 22nd, 2018 Which is just a couple of short months away And I couldn't be more pumped about it Um, So, the kind of the idea behind it right now Is that it's a fast forward four years Because it's been close to that It's been about three, three and a half Since the first one came out Because it was 2015, I believe That Jurassic World 1 came out So it's fast forward four years uh, after the end of the events of Jurassic World 1, which if you'll remember, they are exiting the park and they shut the place down and it's a tragedy and it's just everything's just done. The whole thing is just done. In fact, I rewatched it the other day for like the second time in a month (laughs) because it was just (laughs) just so good. So, here's the synopsis so far. They try to rescue the dinosaurs from an impending volcanic eruption that's supposed to wipe them out. Another extinction event, right? Because they were stupid and put these dinosaurs on a volcanic island for whatever stupid reason. Makes sense. Uh, But they happen upon, in their rescue effort, they happen upon some sort of conspiracy. That is pretty much the limit of what I know. Now, I've watched a number of videos, a number of... Um, kind of in-depth looks at the trailer, looking for spoilers, looking for Easter eggs and things like that. And so far as I know, this is all the information we have. There's a lot of really cool like viral marketing that they're doing for it, the Dinosaur Protection Group website, and so on and so so forth. But uh, this is pretty much the the gist of it. They're trying to rescue the dinosaurs from the volcano, and they run into a conspiracy, which is exciting, and I'll tell you why. First of all conspiracy could tease elements of the book that were never fleshed out in the movies. Now... For the he, record, Michael Crichton's book was like 9,000 pages. For the record, Michael Crichton's books are amazing. I've read tons of his books, not just Jurassic War. Well, see, Art. that's where we differ, because you know, I don't read no books. I don't well,
0: read no education. <laughs> I... I, I th- listen, here, I'm afraid of no ghosts. Here, here, here's the thing, guys. Like, I love the idea, i i love the idea of books like i want like a i want a
1: library in my house sure but just for the aesthetic purpose right
0: it looks nice yeah. like oh yeah your culture okay like cool. you walk into this room yeah, and you're like in
1: the beauty and the beast movie yeah like this is my library oh I, oh you've read all these books no no just just assume they, them they don't Goodwill. ask if you have not if you have enough books they don't even ask they just assume that you have so that's the trick i've got two books on my coffee table right now yeah. like, Oh, is that a good book
0: and my 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 brother like him over and i had i had, uh, I had uh, uh, blink by uh, 182 no it's different <laughs> Just a little uh, bit. By, by Malcolm Gladwell on my, on my, on my coffee table I go, and he goes oh it's a great book did you like it and I go I'm on page 4 oh <laughs> when did you get it a year ago okay it, 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 it's it, I love the idea of books but for me uh, I'll, I'll read a page of a book And I'm like Oh hey what's What's up on, What's up Netflix You know Let's, let's do this <laughs> like Isn't there a movie about this Let me just I began skip watching, to the movie. I began watching Luther today And I don't like British shows So I'm just But at least you get, don't have to read it I'm getting past Yeah I'm getting past Well but The thing though if I watch a movie or something like that, I like subtitles. Mm-hmm. I leave them on, and I don't know why. I like reading along with the movie, so it's different.
1: So I, guess I, don't I like I do the read. subtitles. I do I, read. I like to feel like nope. I'm there. Nope. I like. And reading. if you stand around talking to people, words don't just happen in midair.
0: They do. They do for me.
1: Well, see the words. you're probably all kinds of drugs see a doctor about that. Yeah. So okay. So what's cool though, going back to Dress World, Sorry. is that the idea of including a conspiracy. Was hinted at just a just a just a touch in both Jurassic Park One, and Jurassic Park Two. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park One, it was hinted at with the um, the scene when Dennis Nedry or Hello Newman, you know, big fat guy is meeting with uh, what was his name? What was his name? Datsun, Datsun, we got Datsun here. Like he was meeting with Datsun, right? <laughs> and. <laughs> and he gets the shaving can, the shaving right. cream can, or whatever. And he gets the anyway. We never really know who that company was, right. right? Who's trying to steal these embryos? Who's trying to steal this research? He just basically says to the guy, you know, fifteen minutes, and your your company will catch up on fifteen years of research, right? Mm-hmm. And they're paying this guy a million and a half dollars to steal this research from Engine, you know. And you never really find out who that was. Right. It kind of. They kind of leave that thread unended. It's just kind of open-ended. It's called Full Circle. Yeah. So So now we're... So here's what I'm thinking. Well, let me me get through all these different ideas before I start making my own assumptions. So um, the idea of a conspiracy in this film kind of gives the idea that they could flesh out some of these things from the book. Uh, One of the things that's interesting um, is that Crichton, the writer, the author... Was always writing in some sort, writing in some sort of uh, corporate espionage into his books. If you've ever read, which you haven't, but if you've ever read any of his books, I have read several of his books, and that's a that's a constant theme. Like every single book, there's always some devious, seedy corporation out there trying to steal something. Even like the most recent book that he like started a manuscript, got like eighty five percent through, and then had somebody else after he died come through right. and finish the book. Even that book was very heavy in corporate espionage. Uh, which is just kind of a cool you know cool thought, but what 's cool is that if this comes in to the uh, through in the new film, it could open the franchise up to a whole world of new stressors and villains because as it stands right now, the primary villain in the Jurassic Park franchise is dinosaurs t rex sharp tooth ah, you know teeth <laughs> lots of teeth and lots of killing and dead dead things um, but If you open up the possibility of a conspiracy from corporate espionage, companies like in Jurassic Park 1 that were trying to steal 15 years and catch up on 15 years of research, you open that up, and then what you have is you have this kind of overbearing presence that's responsible for all this death. Like, as it stands right now, it's just freak accidents. Right. Right? Well, kind of. Jurassic Park 1... Happened because Dennis Nedry was a complete tool bag. Right. And shut everything down and corrupted the whole system without thinking about it. And then the spinner got him. But then everything... Yeah. And then everything... <laughs> and then everything kind of cascaded from there, right? But most of the rest of the story happens because of accidents. Uh, I guess I should redact that, too, because Jurassic World... Jurassic Park 2 happened because they were trying to sabotage this underlying... Anyway... Just, just happen. It happens mostly because of accidents, right. right? People being stupid, people trying to do the good thing right. with with the, the worst th- possible thing with the best intentions, and it just cascades and falls in from there. But none of it's intentional. Most of it is just consequences based on actions that were not related to that to the death of those people. Right. All these deaths were not related to one action, or they were not. They were caused by one action, but not necessarily the intention of that action. But if you introduce the idea of a conspiracy in a in a some kind of a seedy corporation that's over everything, mm-hmm. then you have this kind of like mystery level of control happening up here, strings being pulled. That kind of adds this whole new right. depth to the story, and it creates this cool arc if they do it, which I hope they do. But it's it's I don't know. It's kind of one of those things. that's a crapshoot at this point. But if they if they do that, you have that really cool arc from from the very first movie. And that storyline from movie right. one carries all the way through to movie five, Okay. which would be super cool.
0: Super cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, it'd be cool seeing it go full circle, and, um, you know, I it, it's like, like I said, I know people that have read Michael Crichton's books and they they love them. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Michael Crichton, uh, for, for those that are uh, uh, fans of Westworld, uh, that that was originally a book by Michael Crichton. Um, mm-hmm. I I love. The show Westworld. I, I don't know I that it was a
1: book. I think he actually wrote the, the, the original screen, okay. the, screenplay, the screenplay, maybe. Yeah, I think that was what it okay. was. But
0: well, whatever he did, uh, uh, so Westworld's a phenom- it's a phenomenal show. Mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. Um, it's a little bit rough, but I mean, I, I think it's you know, I think it's a good it, it, show. It keeps you guessing, which yeah. I like that that, that that aspect of you know. Yeah, the plot twist the, at the, the end yeah, It's was right. just nuts. But, but you know, Crichton's a great, great. Artist
1: because what mm-hmm. is art? It's, it's, it, and it's very very well done. Mm-hmm. And you know one of the things that bears that out is the fact that some of the some of the well one of the biggest franchises in the history of film, Jurassic Park, one of the most beloved mm-hmm. franchises in film history. It was all built around one book, right? Well, because and, and there are two books: there's Jurassic Park and Lost World. But Lost World was actually written by request of Steven Spielberg, right? Because of the success of right. the Jurassic Park well, and, and, movie, and,
0: and you know, it, it's rare to see a movie twenty years later as a continuation, as opposed to a reboot. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, uh, you know. I think a lot, I think a lot a lot of people believed that when Jurassic World came out, you know, I wasn't for sure. I was kind of on the fence. I you know, I, I kind of assumed it was a continuation, but you know, there, there were a lot of people that, that that thought for a while it was it was an actual reboot, which is, right. which is because in twenty eighteen twenty you know you know in, in 2018, that's all we do anymore is reboots. Right, but but you know to see a story that's carried on this quote unquote legacy for as long as it has, I mean, I mean, how, I mean, I mean, Jurassic World made buku bucks at the box office. I mean, mm-hmm. it was absolutely insane for a movie that hadn't been around for twenty years to come back out and just pick her out, you know, pick up right where they left off at.
1: Right, right. So, but going back to our fortune, or but going back to our corporate espionage element. That's a that's a consistent theme. And in fact, just kind of a, just let me just pause for just a second and just say this. If you are if you listeners or you Austin have not checked out the entire filmography of what Michael Crichton mm-hmm. was the author of the book that inspired the movie for, you got to check it out because it's pretty extensive and you got to know this guy. You know, he died in what, 2001. And uh, yeah. Um, but he, he, you gotta know, he died a wealthy man and pr- and proud of his work because I think it's like I think it's like twelve of his books were made into films, right? Some of which happened, many of which happened after he died. Yes, and most of which were were vastly underrated. Um, Congo, Congo.
0: I, I, I pulled up his, his books that were made in the movies here. Yeah, Congo, Congo was phenomenal. I love Congo. Was a stellar. I've watched that movie S- yeah. fifteen Sphere. times. Was great. Sphere was great. Uh, that had uh, that. Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, and L. Jackson. Great, great movie. Yes. Uh, Disclosure was a was a, was a a prime example of the Corbett espionage mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. Uh, Terminal Man was from the 70s. That was a good, good movie.
1: Yeah. Timeline um, was one that was really underrated. Yeah. But it was actually really good. Now, one of the things I didn't like about Timeline, just kind of as a, as a rabbit trail here. One of the things I didn't like about Timeline is that they changed a lot of they merged a bunch of characters. I actually read the book before I watched that film. And I was super pumped about it. And it's a great story and a great film just as a standalone. But they they kind of abandoned and not in a good way the kind of some of the key characters. And they just kind of merged them and it just wasn't handled very well. And Paul Walker, I mean, rest his soul, didn't do a great job. It wasn't in the peak of his career at that point. They could have gotten somebody better. And of course they had Gerard Butler, which he's not that great either. How dare you! I mean, he's listen. How dare you! He is good for a very short, select type of film, and that wasn't really in his wheelhouse. Rude. I mean, he's a good actor. I like him, but I I, I mean, I don't like everything he's in. But I mean, he's just he's he really nails it on like five out of thirty movies. Yeah, and he nails it really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at his um, Fallen. What is it? Olympus has fallen and London has fallen. Those movies were awesome. Yeah, great. Those are great. He's great in that capacity, but in in the capacity of a brainy scientist and a historian and a history nerd, uh, no, you can fake it till you make it. No, you can make it. Didn't
0: work for me. Now, speaking of Gerard Butler, I've never seen Three Hundred, so that's on my list of movies I've never seen before.
1: That one's actually pretty good. But he see that's the thing. Just just continuing the thread of Gerard Butler, he does really really good in a role where he just plays like this beast of a man and nobody really he doesn't nobody cares. It's just he does what he does, right? Right. He's just kicking tail and taking names, right? I remember I remember I remember seeing Gamer and I was so excited for
0: Gamer with Gerard Butler. I was super excited about that. And it was to this day one of the five worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I hated Gamer Mm -hmm. and it was awful well see I actually never have
1: been made. I actually liked that one. Well because you're wrong. Well I mean (laughs) agree to disagree. But anyway, so going back to Jurassic World. This, um, hey, see, the guys, listen,
0: this is how it's going to be, all right? I'm going to get us off track all episode long, and David's going to help to bring this it is back. The
1: reason, this is the reason why there the episode's going to have to be broken up. There it's, are two in, of us here. Two episodes. Uh. <laughs> so going back to Jurassic World, though, so one of the things that I thought was interesting is because of this whole corporate espionage and this big company over, you know, looming over the whole franchise, right. in theory, uh, it does beg the question, what would the world look like? With Fortune 500 companies battling it out to create the world's scariest monsters. And as we drop that seed in there, this just kind of occurred to me what are the ramifications? What happens? And is that, is it possible? This would be stupid, absolutely ridiculous, and this will never happen. But what if, what if they were somehow able to tie this into something like? The Pacific Rim thing Ooh. where these giant monsters are coming out of the earth, quote unquote, which in that series, they definitely do come out of this nether world that comes out of the ocean or something. It's totally separate. But what if they what if they escalated it to this completely ridiculous level and tied it into I don't know, Godzilla, for all I It'd know. Be phenomenal. You know? So anyway, that's a thought. You know what are the ramifications? What happens if right. Fortune 500 companies are just kind of you know measuring their proverbial man parts against each other to right. build these well, these monsters
0: uh, i mean what i mean i mean you got you got apple's going to build a, a a robot apple that's going to just just devour things
1: so, yeah it'll be Mechagodzilla. You know. godzilla apple apple designs apple designs mecha godzilla yeah I mean that's, <laughs> from that, like that's the nineteen be. what was nineteen seventy something yeah you know yeah. you got uh, you know you know you know fannie Mae
0: can come in and just like add money to your student loans. Literally like, just this, now this, that's a monster this, that I don't want to face. Right it's, an, it's an absolute D when like, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to get you Ah, oh, bigger student loans.
1: Fannie Mae. What a stupid name for a lending company. Yeah. State Farm wrecks your car. I mean, it, 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 you know, what, what are they going to do? Now, now, okay. Now that would kind of be a cool premise for a film. Um, if, you know, if a company you sign like progressive, right? Progressive. I just got progressive insurance and progressive has got that. Um, what is it called? The plug thing. the, name you're, the Oh, the the test drive. The test drive, drive thing where you called, plug the little yeah, dongle thing into your ODBC car. The ODBC thing yeah. uh, or whatever it's and called. It, ODBC, and it, it like tracks all your information like when you right. speed and when you, whatever, which I'm probably failing horribly on it you right are. now because I have it. But what if, what, what if, and you know, the, the filmmakers, uh, I think it was The Circle the Movie The Circle. I Have you seen it, that? Yeah, no, I've seen it. It's on my list. It's on my oh, list. Oh, good. It'll make you. It'll make you wonder about I Apple. It's it on bit. Prime because The Circle. The filmmakers of the makers of the film The Circle played on all of these like things that you look at, like Apple's corporation and how Apple develops everything and how their community is developed right. in, in their, inside their working environment, and um, they kind of played on that. Like, okay, uh, is this something? because it's you know if you look at it too close mm-hmm. it can be kind of culty right so anyway but I forgot where I was going. Oh, so what if Progressive... What if, what if you have a story about an insurance company that offers you discounted rates to have them monitor your driving, but whenever you plug this dongle in, if you break the speed limit, they blow your car up.
0: That's, that's terrible. They take like,
1: control of your car, and it's like... That's like it's reverse like, speed. That's it's like, like digital communism. Like They terrible. take control. They don't so, let you speed. They don't let you even like, put your car in drive if you don't have your seatbelt buckled, like crazy stuff. What? I mean, that's not. I mean, I mean, I, And then it starts glitching out, and when you get in the car accident, like right. they, they is, tout it as something. This is completely off Jurassic World, but right. they tout it as something that's a life saving thing, kind of like this automated the, vehicles, right? Like self driving cars. Mm-hmm. But they're controlling them. This is the problem with giving others more control over your life than you have. This yeah, is,
0: this is the problem with 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 big government. With with you know with a lot of there's a lot of issues about it. I mean yeah. honestly, I'm, I mean you know you know if you situation where you know uh, you know you know because you know because because you might speed. You don't get a car mm-hmm. because you're in your 20s and you might yeah. speed. Yeah. So and you they, don't get a license.
1: Well, it's, I mean, there, there you know, are I, some things like that now. Well, there are. Like health insurance. If you're, if you're, like if you're predisposed to have a certain condition. Actually, interesting thing to tie back into this conversation with Jurassic World, Michael Crichton has a book that he just recently wrote. I think it's called Next. I say recently. It was one that was finished after he died. And it is all about gene sequencing mm-hmm. and gene mapping. And mapping the human genome. And basically, the premise of the film, or the book rather, is that they can do genetic tests on people to find out what kind of diseases a person with a specific gene sequence is predisposed to. And then they can give that or sell that information to insurance companies. Mm -hmm. And insurance companies can – in in the book, I don't know if in real life necessarily, but the insurance companies in the book can deny you – Coverage so, based on disease, diseases that you may not even get, right. just diseases that you're predisposed to because of your gene sequencing. And see, the, and see, and see,
0: this is you know, th- you know, this is where paranoia, Austin, comes in. Is the fact that like those people that do like the the, the twenty one of me, like that you swab your mouth and you send uh-huh. your DNA. Out. I'm like, I don't really think that I want to do that. Yeah, because then you they know? have your DNA. Right. What are they doing with it? But 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 um, it, but, but not I mean, to, to be to conspiracy theory. Th- right, but I mean, but I, I mean, you know, I mean, I, the thing, to that to that point. I mean, you know, you know, you know, that's the path that we're we're going. You know, you know, as technology advanced you know, these are the kind of things that we have to worry about as you know, as human beings. I mean, you know, I don't know that we're ever going to successfully map the DNA of that you know dinosaur and you know make a new dinosaur. Right. But you know, you know, you know, I do think that there are things to be said about what science can do. You know, that you know, you know, you know. I mean, science is an amazingly beautiful thing that I am all for. You know, you know, you know. I work in a STEM field, so I love I love science. But at some point. Enough is enough, you know. You know. To that end, though, would you would you want to know if you were predisposed, if you if you are predisposed to get a specific disease? Would you want to know so that way you could? That way you're like, okay, you know, you know, I'm, you know, there's, you know, according to this, there's a good chance that I could get, you know, hypertension because you know, you know, you know, my my you know my genes are mapped that way. Would you Would you know that patients so that way you could begin earlier in life taking care of yourself better? You know, in in a way, I mean, that would.
1: That There's would be to that question, right? Well, it would give you liberty and freedom, and kind of this peace of mind of knowing, okay, well, these are the things that I'm predisposed toward. So let me put action in play to offset right. the possibility that I'll, right. you know, contract this con- this condition. But at the same time, if you're f- focusing so much on the things that your gene, your genome, or these scientists that are mapping your genome right. are telling you. Because here's the thing: you, as the layperson, are not going to know by looking at your own gene Correct. map what you're predisposed to. Right. You're going based on their word. What if, but bringing it back again to my Crichton and his conspiracy <laughs> theories? What if in in the world? Let's just kind of let's just take this out of our reality and put it in the Jurassic Park universe, right? What if? Uh, Because that would be kind of a cool idea to bring all these films and all these stories that are Michael Crichton's construction into the same universe and have it all be the same Mm -hmm. universe that it's all under. It's a separate world. Anyway, I digress. But what if in the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World universe, this kind of gene mapping thing, it's it's clearly the science has progressed well enough that it's possible, Right. right? Otherwise, it wouldn't be able to create dinosaurs. What if... These corporations that are mapping the human genome and then put it into play for the help of the, quote-unquote, help of Mm -hmm. humanity as far as helping people know whether they're predisposed to Hodgkin's disease or heart disease or cancer or liver failure or whatever the condition is, diabetes, whatever. If they are predisposed to that and they use this for their, quote-unquote, help to the betterment of society, of Mm -hmm. humanity, well, what if... They have instructed the doctors and the facilitators of those uh, places, those institutions, to pr- to turn people a certain direction, right. to make them afraid of a certain disease, right. to, to steer the people the way yeah, everywhere they want to go. Yeah. And that is what is so exciting about and terrifying, I guess. But what that is what's so exciting about the possibility, this conspiracy in Jurassic World too. It's one of the things that's so exciting. Uh, and terrifying about introducing that to this kind of world where they really haven't fleshed that out much because it's something that it's definitely been kind of lingering and hinted at but they've never really done much with it and I think that's really really cool and I think that it would be I think that it would make the story a whole lot more intricate and a whole lot more um kind of real world scary Mm -hmm. because the idea of a dinosaur in real life not that scary because it's a monster they don't exist or they haven't existed in according how many my billions grandma, of years. According to my
0: grandma, they never existed. Oh, really? Yeah. People are just chilling their bones my, my grandma, out of My they grandma, have, they, have, they have bones. Those are fake. Okay. <laughs>
1: Those are fake. Well, I Like love the moon you. landing,
0: right? I love you to death. Hey, if they can fake a moon landing, they can fake a
1: dinosaur dinosaur skeleton. Don't joke about that. That was in Hollywood, man. <laughs> so, okay. So, let's, let's step back then because one of the things that I think is interesting is that, you know, you got all these kind of theories, a lot, a lot of these... Um, a lot of these people who super overanalyze like, the trailers and they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the movie's about before right. it happens and give you their theories and fan theories and so on and so forth. But one of the things that's really interesting is that the movie rarely ever happens, no matter whether it's Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Marvel, DCEU, doesn't matter what the movie is, almost always the movie never happens exactly the way you hope it does right. or think it will. Sometimes for the better, sometimes right. for the worse. Uh, case in point, The Last Jedi was a tragedy of storytelling. They just ruined a whole bunch of stuff and they could have done it much better. And if they'd listened to fan theories in advance, they probably would have saved themselves. JJ oh, yeah. J. Abrams would have saved himself a lot of work because from what I understand, last I heard, he's this is a side, side step, but last I heard, he's supposed to be trying to use time travel, time time travel, time travel. Let me just say that again. The, the time travel yeah. to fix the problems that Christopher Reeve or whatever his name was that directed the last he's movie in a wheelchair. He's dead. that's Reeves, sorry. Different Reeves, well, yeah. whoever. Anyway, the problems that he's using time travel yeah. it was, to fix the problems of the last movie, it was, which is such a waste. Such a waste. The, They're going to undo the, the entire the la- film. The
0: last Jedi was garbage. Yeah, I told you. I told you it was terrible. I hated it. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was a fun ride,
1: but it was just like it was. It there, it was just there, there, cheap. Were,
0: there were parts that were okay. Way too much of this. You know. You know. I'm 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 a grumpy old man, Luke Skywalker. You yeah,
1: the library, the just, books, just so I mean, much it was terrible, so much brooding, and so much I, I, fakeness, I, and yeah, so much I, woman power. Is, we know how is much disgusting. I hated I hated Rogue One. Yeah, I hated Last Jedi more. Oh, oh, that's I hate. Listen Last up, Jedi Disney. More. Listen up, Disney. We're the only people who matter. <laughs> that's not important. <laughs> <true. laughs> but that's what's interesting, though, is like you know, like what we experience. Excuse me. Well, like what we experience with. Uh, the Last Jedi and what we had hoped and dreamed and felt and thought and postulated that it would be and it just completely fell short. Um, you know, Jurassic World 1 was not exactly like that but it was similar because I had my own personal theories about what it would mean just strictly based on this, the title. Right. Right? And uh, and there are possibilities that it could work its way back then in that direction uh, which we'll get to in a second. But I want
0: to say publicly. Okay. Jurassic World 1. How much I enjoyed the movie. Yes. And the reason I enjoyed that movie is because of Chris Pratt. <laughs> I think we all enjoy I, Chris I, Pratt. I love my wife. Oh gosh, here we go. I love Chris Pratt. <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit different. It's different, it's a different kind of love I mean, your wife is the mother of your children It's a different, it, it, it's a very, very different love Or child But my, my, yeah, child, singular, thank you very much My uh, Big my, news, breaking news, everyone That's not breaking news at all <laughs> That is not breaking at all Anyway, don't so Don't say that But here's the a, here's a thing I love Chris Pratt I, I want you to know how much I love Chris Pratt I understand how much you love Chris Pratt
1: I, he's, he's the best I mean, he's good, he's very good No, 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 he's the best You, you watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, loved it it's he was amazing. the best character in that in that show. It's
0: amazing. Chris
1: Pratt has been <clears throat> in some very very good movies. Okay? He has. Chris uh, Pratt makes me happy. In fact, I don't know that I've seen him in one that I
0: didn't like. Chris, if you're listening, okay, if you're listening,
1: yeah, because Chris listens to our. All
0: podcast. that I want to do. What's up, Chris? Why don't you come on our podcast? All that I want to do is like come on on here. We'll talk to you. Honestly, if if I could mail you like a paper plate for you to like sign for me, a paper plate. I just anything. I don't know. How like get creative, man. Okay, if I could, if I could, if I could send you a, a f- pair refrigerator, of, a pair of tube socks sign a uh, frame, the socks like in my office. But what like, if you got a pillow? I could lay on Chris Pratt N- signature. But what then if you, I wake what
1: if up. You got a, no, what if you got a pillow that look, you've seen those boyfriend pillows? Oh yes. And you, you get a pillow. Yes. what would your wife think Chris, if, if, Chris, you, if you slept with the Chris Pratt boyfriend pillow? Chris Pratt, I, I am going to,
0: <laughs> I'm going to try to find a way to contact you, and you must sign a pillow for.
1: Well, me. He listen, he's listening to our podcast. It's
0: great. So, um, but also, Dress of World One, uh, please no more. Bryce Dallas Howard or Bryce, or Dallas Bryce Oh, Howard. No. come on D- I'm, I'm being serious I
1: liked her I liked her a lot
0: No I mean her- She ruined Gwen Stacy for me in Spider-Man 3
1: Okay, yeah Her Gwen Stacy was horrible uh, But they made up for it with uh, the other girl from the Amazing Spider-Man yes. films Yes, Emma Watson Emma Watson That's correct But You're right Her Gwen Stacy was horrible But she, she did. A, I thought she did a good job and she looks good as a redhead, I thought. Yeah. I mean, it's not really the She I mean, uh, 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 okay, she she's not terrible. Yeah. Okay. I, I but I, I just I, I really know. liked her in The Village, even though that movie wasn't that great. I really liked her in that. Now movie. I love The Village. I loved, but on a, a the twist was a, what I didn't like. Right? You, you, I loved you it all coming the way. A mile up, away. To the point that she got right. to the woods and the creatures walking past, and then she comes and she climbs on the oh, fence and finds Night Shyamalan. And apparently, in that universe, like yeah. he's a park ranger. Yeah, I'm like, like it's not that. It was at that point that I, it lost me. Yeah, I didn't like it at that point. But other than that, I liked it. Um, but anyway, going back. One of the things that's cool about Jurassic World is that it defied expectations, but at the same time left open, left open enough to fulfill some of the theories and hopes that we had right. whenever uh, they first released the concept art. Right. So one of the things was that I thought was kind of interesting was when I first saw the trailer, the first trailer, and you see Bryce Dallas Howard it's just like run you know right. it was so scary and freaky i thought this movie was going to be straight up horror level scary right it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't nearly as scary as i thought Why don't i want, really I mean, you don't want scary you don't you don't well you you you
0: want to keep a, a some semblance of of the hope of, 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 of dreamer well yeah because because, yeah because 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 if you if you if you try to make if you try to make make a movie like Jurassic World, a, a Hollywood blockbuster, if you try to make it a scary, like horror, you know, you know horror esque film, you're going to alienate a good portion of your audience. That's a fair so point. You want to keep it. I, you know, I, mean, I don't, I don't want to use the term family friendly, but you want to keep you, you want to keep your audience as broad as you possibly can. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you can eat, you can much more easily sell quote unquote an action movie than a horror movie.
1: That's fair. But here's the thing: when you look at the history of Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. right? Look at Jurassic Park one. That movie was freaking scary. There were things. That, I mean, it wasn't overall. Right. There were elements of that movie that were terrifying. The kitchen scene. I mean, oh. that, you, the kitchen scene. You open it up to that that very first opening scene when the dude, the first dude, like right, right. out of the gate, gets eaten by a Velociraptor, and you never even see it. It's yeah. just terrifying. Right. You just see its eye. Right. Right. Just freaking scary. And then, like Jurassic World, or Jurassic Park 2, rather, you have a similar issue or a similar experience with that opening scene when that little girl, you don't see what happens. It's not gory and graphic, but the, just the mental picture that your right. mind paints with these tiny little green lizards chewing on this little girl's body, all, like all over, right? That's wah, horrifying. Wah, wah. It's scary. It's terrible. I'm yeah. good. And then the whole, terrifying. the whole scene, when they're running through the fields and the velociraptors mm-hmm. are coming up, stay out of the long grass, like the whole scene, right. man, terrifying, uh, which they could probably have done more with. Right. But, uh, and they didn't, which was fine, because they were all PG-13, which is the way they needed to be. But I thought for sure, just because of the way that they played on on the trailer they played it up to be much scary right. much more frightening than well, it really I mean, was I
0: mean, well I mean w- 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 with all trailers you're going to you're going to yeah. your best parts you
1: know yeah well, well it wasn't that they it wasn't that they showed off the best parts because there were things that were not in the trailer that were just yeah. amazing but I did appreciate their kind of homage that they paid to Steven Spielberg's original mm-hmm. vision for the creature reveal that they did with like jaws mm-hmm. they kind of hinted at it a little bit right. where they didn't show the dinosaur like the uh, indominus rex they didn't show him in, right. in his fullness until a little bit later in the movie, right. like the arc, in the movie. Yeah. yeah which i liked that i liked that kind of that building of suspense and uh, but i did think it would be a little bit scarier than it right. was it, i mean i wasn't displeased by any means but i did think it would be a little bit scarier um, one of the thing, another thing that's kind of that differed in the original in the actual movie from what I had anticipated was when I first heard that it was going to be called Jurassic World, my mind immediately went to post-apocalyptic, and my wow. thoughts were were that this film yeah, like, like was going override. to was going to be fast forward so many years and the dinosaurs have gotten off the off the island right. and they are attacking people and they're creating havoc worldwide and it becomes this pandemic and right. spreads and, and which would kind of tie in with the first book it would be kind of awesome first Jurassic Park book because Jurassic Park opens with a scene of a doctor on an island in Costa Rica which is 100 miles 140 miles or 80 miles somewhere in that range from Isla Sorna or Isla Nublar right it's so many different miles away mm-hmm. Yet, she's being flown in from a neighboring island, right. a guy who's been attacked by right. a velociraptor. Or at least, yeah, a velociraptor. Big gashes with mm-hmm. foamy saliva up inside the gashes and stuff. And then you have all these different stories, little substories that happen as the introduction to the book. Of all these kids being killed and eaten and all these other people being killed and eaten right. by dinosaurs on an island that is not part of the five deaths. Right. The Cinco Muertes or whatever they called it. Um, and which is completely contradictory to what the movie says. The movies kind of give this idea that everything's contained. Right. That nothing has gotten out except I've got, yeah. for Lost World yeah. when they bring the T Rex. Yeah. I've got a feeling in,
0: in Fallen Kingdom that there's going to be like a breakup. That, I think that's why it's titled Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Because
1: I think that what's going to happen in, in, in the second one. Wait. We'll cover that one later. We're going to, that's our next, we're going to have to hold off on that for episode part two okay. of this, which we'll get to in just a minute. Um, But, so, I thought it was going to be a little bit scarier than it was. I thought it was going to change... I thought it was going to be a little bit different. Because I thought it was going to be more Mm post-apocalyptic. Dinosaurs got off off the island and they're attacking people in real life. Um, Another thing is... um, That I thought was interesting after having watched the movie was the return of Dr. Henry Wu. Do you remember the character? Dr. Wu just to, to give you the, the for for you or anybody that's listening that's not familiar with the story arc Dr. Wu was the original doctor from Jurassic Park, the first doctor who was the geneticist that was creating right. the, he was he was there when the hatching of the velociraptors, he was very nonchalant, he's like oh that's a velociraptor and Alan Grant's like you bred raptors on this island? You know, because he can't quite mask his Australian accent.
0: Really can't. He can't at all.
1: <laughs> well, he did really good until he gets to that scene whenever everything, all the crap is at the fan and he goes up to the fence and he throws the stick against the fence and Tim and Lex are on the ground behind him and he's like, looks like the pal's off. <laughs> and I'm like, where did this Australian accent come from all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jurassic Park, side note, and I keep doing this, I'm sorry. Did you ever play the Jurassic Park Super Nintendo game? Oh, yeah. It was terrible.
1: All of them, there was more than one. Yeah, well, okay, I think there, there were was, at I, least two. I,
0: I, the first one, I had the first one for Super Nintendo. Yeah, and it were the, two the, the, for... the, it was the overhead view. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah I was, was awful. Was I couldn't, but but I was twelve, so I didn't. I wasn't good at the
1: cultured games. I was more like, hey Mario, what's up? Like right. yeah, Mario, and like, yeah, you were a video game purist. I was at that point. It was in your terrible. Life. Um, but no, okay. So Henry Wu was the original, one of the original Genesis from the original part, right? And he makes a return. He disappeared for movies two and three. Jurassic Park, Lost World, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park 3. Disappeared. Never heard about anything about him. And what's interesting is that he was a part of the evacuated crew from the first park, from the first movie. They evacuated because of the hurricane, right? And you never hear anything more about him. Right. Well, what's interesting, what I really liked, and I didn't see this coming, but what I really liked is that they took that character, who was a, a pretty benevolent character right. in the first film. And they created this story arc, and they brought him back in in this kind of way that kind of makes you feel like his character development in the first movie was real seedy and kind of all these all these undertones of deceit and right. deception. And they play that out. And what's interesting, again, is at the end of Jurassic World, uh, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. Surely you've seen it by now. It's been out for two years. But three years. But spoiler alert, he doesn't die again. Right. He stays alive again. And so could he, so, so could he be? He could part of possibly the conspiracy? be, I mean, which we're going to get to in a second. But he could possibly be part of this conspiracy, which we're going to talk about in a second. Um, and so all these kinds of things all work together for this storyline that I'm really, got, I'm really hopeful for, but that we're going to have to discuss in our next well, episode because we're over oh, time. Before we go, best scene in Jurassic World. Uh, go ahead. It's you, e- it's easily. The
0: Chris Pratt and the motorcycle with the Velociraptors like like flanking them. That like, was classic. Oh, because it's like it's like they're like they're like the best dogs in the world. Yeah, like he trained them all. up. They were good. I've good got dogs.
1: I've got two, three.
0: I've got three. You only get to pick one though. I, I said, I, oh gosh, I whatever. Can't.
1: They're all tied for me. The first one is when the Indominus is in the old complex. And standing in the exact same pose as the T Rex at the end of the first movie and does its whole roar in the old complex. Love the nostalgia of that scene. That was good. And the scariness because how much bigger the Indominus was. The second one is. Oh, shoot. Language? I forgot what it was. The third. Okay. The second one is the last scene when the T Rex is standing on the helipad. As everybody's leaving the mm-hmm. island, and it roars out over the island, because it just reestablishes it as a right. dominant, the right. dominant animal right. on the island. They,
0: they because
1: Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park three, kind of took a big old hairy dump all over the T Rex. Yeah, because um, they just the one T Rex in the whole film, and it broke its neck. Right, and they killed it. It was stupid. Um, well, yeah, that was yeah, that was three. Yeah, so there was a third one, but I think probably the, the, when the Mosasaurus comes out and. That's good. Yeah. That was a really good one. Yeah. Um so there's that. I think yeah, there's just a bunch. I a just love yeah. the whole movie. It was a good movie. There's nothing about it did isn't like. That was a good movie. I love the in, the intense like the really like intense moments whenever the Indominus is like just hunting down. Right. Like when the two kids are in the gyrosphere and it spins them around and then it just sticks its big old there middle it, finger claw is, yeah. right in the middle of thing. Right. Cuz I think I think I've seen it in 3D at some point. And that clause is right there in the middle. <laughs> it's crazy. But anyway, so we're going to have to stop there this week. Uh, but we were going to pick this up. So tune in next week for our next or ne- a couple of weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Tune in for the second half of this discussion. It's going to be great. You're not going to want to miss it. We will catch you next time. Chris Pratt, call me. Let's hang out. Yeah, Chris Pratt, come on the show. We'd love to have you on here. He probably would want to make out with you. No big deal. No, no not totally. I mean, well, Maybe. <laughs>